0: brought to you by kyle wilson and co-host chris coffee what's going on chris welcome to the podcast today we have a full lineup of some breaking news first up we have our nfts dead question mark all right we're going to be bringing a lot of facts and data to the table to present to you today mixing gets hacked for over 200 million dollars and there's other news like Solana friendtech question mark, popping off. So a lot of info to cover today. A lot of ground and much more Yuga switching to improbable or moving away from improbable. But Chris, man, what's going on? I saw your tweets this weekend. It looks like you have a new brand new device. What exactly new device do you have?
1: Bro, this is wild, okay? Before I go into the device, I'm watching us on X right now. I mean, I know some people still get offended by by using the word, the name of the platform. So I'll say Twitter for uh, the old school people out there, but uh, we're live, man. We're broadcasting. We got the, uh, you can kind of see it on screen. Got the uh, pink circle around your name. Uh, Probably going to be like pink up top uh, where you would normally see spaces. Uh, we got green goblin in the house hey good morning boys so this is pretty cool man this is this is our first live stream on x through this like new way of doing it where you can actually see it as a space so super freaking cool i know you've been wanting this for a while
0: yeah dude i i just tweeted that like i literally begged and pleaded with the ceo of x like i was like spamming her tweets with suggestions and i was like please the live stream like please update the live stream please like streamers will definitely (laughs) add value and I was, like, posting it in their Bugs and Features community. I was posting on hers. I was posting on the X account. And finally, they upload, like, I, I tweeted that. Now, I granted, I don't know if they, like, saw my, like, tweet. But I like I like to think that they did, you know? Who knows? Sure, man. But anyways, that, that's cool news. What's up with you, though? You, you got yeah. a cool device over there waving it around. What, what know, is that? like?
1: I'm so interested that, like, how this new system is on X. I was just, like, because you can, like, comment now because – yeah. Up until like last week, for those that don't know, you could live stream on X, but like it wasn't really integrated well. Like you could just kind of like put your video, your live stream on X, but like didn't pop up in the algorithms very well. Nobody really cared about it. Sorry, my kids are in the background. But now you can like comment, you can interact. It shows like the viewers on there. It pops up as Spaces. That's a big deal. Anyways, I got the new iPhone 15. Let's go. Um, my first time upgrading since the 12. A lot of people are like, why'd you upgrade? There's no difference between the 14 and the 15. You're right. There's not a big difference between the 14 and 15, but I'm coming from the 12. I get $450 trading credit for my like, however many year old that phone is. And uh, yeah, I'm already noticing a pretty big difference in like accessibility, functionality um, just feels nicer. I'm trying to think of the most things that I use on this so far have been. Uh, there's some big features on here that I haven't used. Like I actually just saw one. I didn't even know it was a thing to where this guy was videoing this like monument and he's like shaky on purpose. Like he's going like up and down, up and down. And then he ends up like showing you the video and it stabilized the entire video. So like it had the stabilizer on it. It's like really cool. And there's some other like, So I just took a screenshot of our X thing, and it said share screenshot and broadcast. That's pretty freaking cool. So at any given point, if something cool happens, you can screenshot it and immediately broadcast that. I'm sorry I'm, like, geeking out over this, like, X space x spaces. You, you can what,
0: so you can ex- screenshot it and broadcast it like what
1: yeah 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 so like like i just i didn't know that was a thing like right now if i like screenshot it immediately says share screenshot and broadcast i'll actually go ahead and do that okay so it just sends you to the screenshot that i just sent and then immediately starts to try to tweet it for you um so it, it, i'm just gonna even though it's gonna look super lame for those of you that are live here i'll just post it just so you can like kind of see what i'm talking about um yeah that's pretty cool Anyways, back to the iPhone, um, USB-C, which you know has its own set of like it being kind of annoying at times. But uh, I actually just realized if for some reason I needed like another camera for my computer, my computer actually like you can use USB-C devices. I think I could plug in my USB-C to my phone and use it as like a backup camera or like B-roll or like even for this video. So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just still trying to figure out like all the uh, features and stuff. I don't want to be on my phone this whole video, but we were talking about the new iPhone.
0: Yeah. And plus, we got like a whole litany of topics to go over, but it's really cool. Like the chat, I don't know why it's not showing the previous chat, but like you can see um, everybody popping in this morning, like you mentioned, Green Goblin, Eddie uh, and many others. So thank you so much for joining. Um, Crazy stuff going on in the crypto and NFT space. So, uh, Chris, we'll have to you have to tell us at the very end your your final thought on the iPhone 15 if you like it or not we're going to save that to the end so you guys have to stick around <laughs> for that um yeah he, he we're going to save the alpha for the very end i think that will keep people around a little bit there but are nft's dead man i've been seeing this all over the news like literally every media company out there mainstream media is pumping this like this kind of narrative that nft's are dead is this a conspiracy what's going on what's your thoughts on this Um, I know you got some good stuff going on.
1: (laughs) You moved the camera, so like I'm not centered. I was was OCD about it. Yeah, man. So uh, last week, I think it was like Thursday, uh, is when the article came out and every big account ever shared the article of NFTs being dead and being at zero. Um, It was like shared by like Watcher Guru, Dexerto. It made like some other types of news headlines, Rolling Stones, like a lot of other ones. I it was like one of the first ones I knew of that actually checked the source. Like, I mean, one like you don't really need a source if you're in the um, if you're in the communities. Uh, just lost Kyle. I'll keep. No, going. no,
0: no. I'm maximizing you, bro. Oh,
1: okay. Um, don't really need a source because like I'm here and I can tell you it's not dead. But I, I went and checked like the source, and a lot of people were like even like too afraid to even quote it because it was such like an insignificant article it was from dap gambler which is like a crypto gambling platform so they literally, they literally did this entire thing for clout and the uh tests that they ran were really obscure and they attacked nfts from a lot of different angles which is ironic because they're a crypto based company um easy wrote a really good thread on this i will uh, should i share my screen or should i just talk about it easy stuff. yeah you can
0: share your screen if you want
1: yeah i thought it was a good thread so i'll pull it up i actually just uh shared it online but Let me see if I still can. Um, I wonder. So, will the shared screen show on uh, on X? I'm sure it will. GM everybody, Green Goblin, Eddie, Ty, all of you. All right. So, here's the Rolling Stones headline: Your NFTs are actually finally worthless. They basically analyzed like a collection that was an obvious rug, and it did go to zero. It went from like, um having a market cap of 69,000 E to a market cap of zero, which is just kind of like a random collection called Mat Connect that I've literally never even heard of before. And uh, then they attacked it for NFTs being bad for the environment, which is always like a very weird argument the, especially if you're american and like already doing like you're supporting corporations that are like are actually bad for the environment and that's kind of what uh easy brought up here they were saying that uh there's like 200,000 NFTs that like nobody's holding or interacting with and they're like wow this wasted 162,000 metric tons of co2 okay that sounds bad on paper but like in comparison to like airplanes in 2018 airplane airplanes alone cause one 1- billion tons of co2 i don't know if you guys like understand the significant difference between like a hundred thousand and a billion but it's like it's meaningless it's, it's absolutely meaningless 162 000 uh versus like one billion tons of co2 plus we have layer two solutions for like for this like we talked about immutable x for a long time basically there's zero carbon output a lot of layer twos are like that be- are easier on the environment so also a bad example most things that like like i said earlier like larger corporations that are running things like this is insignificant amount compared to like what you're probably already supporting and not running articles on here's more like frauds in the uh, data so basically easy's like a summation of all this is uh he he, according to his data he puts us at like you know we're not at zero percent we're at five percent but i mean i agree i mean like Everybody could have, like, a lot of people understood that, you know, a year or two ago that most NFT projects are going to fail. Like, I would always laugh at people when they would say, like, oh, 98% of projects are going to fail. I'm, I'm laughing because I see so many scam projects. I see so many projects that don't know what they're doing. I see founders that don't know what they're doing. So I'm like, no, like 99.8% of projects are going to fail. So like, that doesn't surprise me that, like, I mean, even 5% would be bullish to me.
0: Yeah, man. Um, and I got something to also pull up um, as, real quick as well. Just showing going over the actual numbers in the space. So let me go ahead and pull that up real fast is this is from DAP Radar? So if you haven't used DAP Radar before, they it's like an analytics platform that monitors like every blockchain and like every NFT project, basically. Um, but you can see down by the numbers here the NFT industry as a overview last year versus this year. Um, you know, daily unique active wallets you can see here in August was three hundred fourteen thousand. Um, and then trading volume eight hundred million last year, this year five hundred fifty nine. So definitely down a little bit there for sure. And you can see unique NFT traders at seven hundred thousand unique traders versus last year nine seven seven. Um, again, this makes sense, but our NFTs dead? This data shows otherwise. So you can take a look here across the top blockch- NFT blockchains by trading volume. Ethereum is still majorly dominant. I mean, it's only... Like down by half it says here 649 million dollars in sales counts uh last month in august but this year in august it's 355 million and you can see some of the top blockchains here immutable actually made the chart last month at 21 million polygon flow and zk sync this year uh topping those charts out so be on the lookout for those up and coming other layer ones and layer twos as well out there. Don't be sleeping on those. A lot of people like to knock those and forget about them. But again, when Ethereum is doing well, so will the other, um, you know, layer twos and other ecosystems out there. In my opinion, and you can see the sales count as well. Polygon doing really well this year. Last month, um, four hundred ninety-seven thousand. And you can see last year, you know, Ethereum was, was super dominant around that time for obvious reasons. A lot of these chains have scaled significantly since then. And then if we can scroll in, let me see if I can actually blow this up a little bit bigger for you guys in the audience. You can actually see it on your phones and devices out there. So
1: I will say, Kyle, watching from the live Twitter spaces right now, it's like doing picture by picture. So I wonder if because we're displaying the screen, it's not keeping up. Like it's not really showing well at all.
0: Oh, okay. Let me see so, here. Oh, mine—it's mine—it's mine right, pretty, oh, pretty if, normal.
1: If it's good on yours, then let's let it rip. You got it sideways or something? My, my iPhone 15 just can't keep up, bro.
0: Yeah, it's just—it's really an iPhone, uh, iPhone 14. It's just so. packaged as a 15. Yeah, but just, we like, won't—we won't tell Chris that. All right, let's move on. Though we have ZK Sync Era, yeah, or Era or Era, yeah, I think it's Era. Um, they're coming in top last month at 205,000 trader count. Um, across that blockchain. So again, the numbers are the proofs in the pudding, right here, man. Like you take a look at here at OpenSea versus Blur from this last year in August versus this year in August. Chris, this one's an interesting fact, man. Look at this one. Um, look at this chart right here. You can see OpenSea trading volume 500 million last month. Blur was half of that, but still dominated uh, this this last month. You can see private sales hit 152 million, and then OpenSea at 79 million, uh, a distant. Uh third from last year uh, big time. So um, look at this one too. This was interesting to me. Axie infinity um, coming in at top five marketplaces by traders at 167. Remember we've been talking about on the podcast, web three gaming is crushing man. And this don't sleep on what they're because Axie is continuing to grow. If they grow their IP, their marketplace and even the Ronin chain be on the lookout for that. Um, but yeah, this, Let's go back to you, man. What's your thoughts on all this?
1: Yeah, man. I don't think NFTs are dead. You know, I uh I think that people are still building and that I'm still trying to figure out how these Twitter spaces are working. So I'm getting, you know, a little bit distracted.
0: Uh Chris has 80 H T okay. So we, we <laughs> both we probably it's- both we we probably to some degree both have it. And like when Chris is talking, I'm doing stuff over here. And then when I'm talking, Chris is doing stuff. And we actually compliment each other well because because of that. Um, Usually, man, but
1: it's the Twitter Spaces, man. It's just like it's so new. It's like I can't I can't get off of the Twitter Spaces.
0: It, it's actually pretty amazing. And except for it's not playing on
1: mine. Is it still playing on yours? What chat chat? If you're there from Twitter Spaces, can you let us know if it's like playing smoothly for you?
0: Yeah, it's it's playing smoothly for me. I got it pulled up on my phone off to the side.
1: See, but I'm looking up right now, and right and you're showing what you're showing me. I'm looking down.
0: Well, I mean, there's a there's a slight delay. Oh, it's pause. It, it, d- d- no, 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 it's not pause. We're talking, like you can uh. hear the audio. <laughs> Anyways, don't focus on that, man. Let's <laughs> let's keep it rolling. Sure. Um, in, in the news here though, friend tech, All right, that obviously hasn't been a thing. We talked about it. We were like literally the first podcast, the first content creators to cover fintech. Oh, easy, yeah. all right. And then now everybody's trying to take credit for it. Like, oh, I was so early. I was a ble- like, I, I believed in the early, like all this stuff. Like, listen. I'm not necessarily for Frentech. I think it's the way people are promoting it and marketing it is scummy. Uh, so let me back that up a little bit. But we did cover it first, all right? So let it be known, y'all you, you found the alpha here first. Not to say we're over here promoting Frentech. We're just telling you the data, you know, the drivers, the the things that like we know in the space to be true. Friendtech obviously has been doing really well on base layer chain. Um, you know, Coinbase is layer two but solana is appearing to pop off chris what's your overall macro like take of this thing what's going on here what's your thoughts frintech versus you know base versus solana frintech what's your thoughts on all this man
1: bro i've been like struggling with frintech the last few days because i got the new phone and there's like not an easy feature to like log into the new phone because like you said we were so early i swear the login was different i just found out like probably an hour before we went live that I used like a burner Gmail to like start it so I had to go find that and then to be able to log into my new phone but I thought when we did it that it was just like a code and that's it you're like ready to go but apparently that wasn't right but yeah friends I agree with you like I think it's really cool for like creators and the bonding curve um, one of the things I think is specifically cool is like you don't really have to be like a content creator you can be, you can be like a developer you can be a uh, data data a- analyst you can be all these different things well data and, and yeah and give people access to you like <laughs> very easily like yeah. you know because they can just like join your room you can like get automatically give them like whatever service you offer and then like they get royalties from being traded and it keeps it way more exclusive because of the bonding curve uh, because like if you have like a hundred <laughs> holders you're gonna be worth like five eth so yeah. Mars
0: the the, uh, the altered bars alter the avenger coming in high with a comment here yes nfts are dead we're all dumb enough to buy into
1: the skin <laughs> at least he said we so he like jumped in he jumped off <sighs> the cliff with us oh uh... I, I got a youtube i got a youtube comment like not far like not long before we went live that was like right ra- somebody random like that too i guess they were like involved with nfts now they're not and they got like super mad but you know it is what it is it's not my fault you like bought top but you know here we are um back to the friend tech thing so there's like this like uh btc's version of it which is like alpha i think is what it's called apparently somebody already made an account pretending to be me and it's it's worth like 0.2 btc which i'm pretty frustrated at because i'm only worth like 0.02 on uh on on the east side of things whoa so Uh, there's
0: a btc version huh
1: yeah it's called alpha i think um okay i like i kind of
0: like that name i like that name
1: I don't agree with what they're doing, though. They're like, okay, okay. You do? we Alpha Media give, Labs, give us, our, exactly. our newsletter, go give us a subscribe for all yeah, the if you, content it, recapped. And,
0: you know what? I'm just so there. sick of the space that you have to go subscribe if you're even more sick of it in order to not be sick of it. Go subscribe to our newsletter.
1: Anyway. <laughs> so on the BTC one, I don't really agree with the way they're doing things because you like you they lock in you're a placeholder that's like our people already trade but that's like before you even get to the platform so i guess like people don't even necessarily have to pretend to be you but like the platform itself is like oh well if kyle joins he's already going to have this many holders and be worth this much the reason i don't like it is because like they're basically making fees off of your likeness and your image before you even agree to anything uh so i don't know i think that's kind of sketchy
0: yeah, I, I don't know anything about it. But I, what I do know about Frintech is like it's driving a lot of the transactions on base. Um, so it's interesting to see these like in Frientech, the the racer guy, he knew that there's going to be other competing like platforms popping up and clones of his platform. And at one point he was like, if you go to use those, you know, basically like he's going to cancel your account. I think he walked that back Um but yeah, we're seeing this play out in in, front, in real time, obviously with Solana apparently now. That, I think that one's actually more um, feasible because the transaction costs are so low um, and it's more comparable to base. And there's actually probably a good significant amount of users on Solana, given it's been out a lot longer than base. Um, but yeah, like Frontex dominating base, like it's like the number one like driver of base right now, which is kind of hilarious. Like a bunch of DGens and creators and uh, influencers are driving a lot of the transactions on base but yeah for example, uh, i
1: saved my base bags because i was i like got on base like as soon as it was available like i like transferred over before like the main bridge was live because i wanted to try to get some early trades because there's a lot of like meme coins on it and there's a lot of like projects that were popping off i lost money on base and uh, i didn't buy the right things yeah uh, shout I, I out like- to
0: the twitch commenter we got somebody over on twitch uh, I just want to give uh, give you some love over there, man. I usually stream a lot of games on on Twitch and, and Kick, really too. Um, and and yeah, so I just had to give a shout out to one of my my commenters and. Hey, and yeah, dude, this is
1: kind of wild. I see, like on the side feed, we have like uh, LK uh, coming in. He said, "Found you through Xtreme, but commenting on YouTube. Got. Uh, <laughs> Banana Power, <laughs> uh, I've read that so weird because it's like ban that power off of Twitch. That's cool, man. Uh, seeing YouTube, uh, X, and uh, and Twitch all in the same place.
0: Yeah, speaking of which, I'm curious, chat. Do you guys think Web3 games are going to be feasible long-term, like with NFTs being mixed in? Or do you think this is just another like uh, money-grab situation? Or do you think indie developers can actually do something very well in terms of web3 games curious what everybody's thoughts are drop that in the chat um but yeah man solana FrenTech, it was it called there's two of them now i heard of post dot tech or like post yeah i think it's like post.tech. Post,
1: post post tech yeah
0: but i just saw decrypt do a, an article on one called frenzy so i'm I, like
1: i remember that NFT project that rugged like a year ago that was like pumped by like every known influencer uh they raised like 20 million plus in VC funding and just like kind of disappeared. Um, do you remember that frenzies?
0: No, no I don't, re- I don't know if I so remember that one. Right, just there of- was so, there were so many rugs last year, bro. In terms of, <laughs> NFT projects. Like it's it was literally hard to keep track of um them all. I at one point I just I literally quit minting projects at one point. I was like, they're all they're all gonna go to not zero, but a lot of them are just gonna be like more collectible and the founders just don't have vision in a lot of these projects or like roadmaps or anything. So I was just like, no, thank you.
1: Bro, it's it's wild to think that we were so early to front this happens to me so much we we're so early to Friend tech, like we literally we could have like closed our eyes through darts and like 20x and i just didn't put a lot of money in like i put like i think like 0.02 ethan and i think my portfolio is worth like 0.15 not including my my trading fees but i just bought like my friends and like people i knew and, and like yeah. like i just bought there i didn't buy off of speculation um kind of going back to that real quick like uh, i meant to say why i agreed with you I, I like the general concept of friend tech, and I still think it has a, as a future. Uh, Trevor, the he's one he's the guy I work for Ninja Alerts for. Uh, I really re- respect his opinion on things. Um, he's been a successful entrepreneur and founder, not just in Web3 space, but in Web2 space. And uh, he made a point basically saying that every time something survives a cycle, it has a larger chance to make it the next cycle. He said it in a better way. But essentially, like... It makes it less gimmicky and less of a less of a a scam i forgot the word to use but basically frintech already survived one wave you know they already survived the wave for me and you were talking about it and then it died off and everybody's like look as a ponzi is dead and now they made another wave and honestly this wave will probably fiddle out but if they come back the next wave it's making higher lows if you know anything about trading higher lows is always a good sign Um, so it's, it's less chance of failure every time it gets through a cycle and continues to go to the next cycle. So I don't know. But, um, the the main thing I was going to reaffirm though, is like people, I literally sent you a DM to this the other day, Kyle, people are like, I'm so cheap. You need to sweep my floor. I'm worth 0.05 right now. Just we're going to 0.1 tomorrow. It's like, there's been NFT projects sued for less, uh, you know, for, for speculation and saying, because you buy this, the price is going to go up. I think it needs to be more so I'm going to give you this value or not going to give you this value of like, or here's what I'm going to do for my friend tech. Not necessarily like this is where our price is going. You know, it's not like a, hey, sweep the floor. It's like, hey, I'm going to provide you access to this tool or hey, I'm going to try to do some alpha calls or hey, like I did a coffee bag giveaway for mine and I didn't market it outside of (laughs) friend tech. Um, I just did it within friend tech saying, hey, guys, thanks for getting my keys. I'm going to give away some coffee. So I did. Uh, shout out to and lockandload.eth. He's the one that won the coffee. He got it two days ago.
0: Yo, we got a grime. Is it Grime or in the chat? It says, Can we rename the stream to Copium Stream? I love yeah, that.
1: Yeah, I like that too. He's got the Spongebob. Sometimes
0: you just got to laugh, dude. Sometimes you just got to laugh at things and not take everything too serious. And, um, you know, going back to just like the, the, our NFTs dead, it's just like for me, I, I just stopped buying them. Like, you know, and I think that's where a lot of people were considering the volume compared to last year. We went over the data at the beginning of the stream is like, I just stopped buying them. And I think the volume shows like, like a good portion of people did the same thing. Um, So I don't think, I think everything's kind of affected in in a basket like that. Like when people are are in the chat right now talking about VV, like VV might have support with comics folks. And somebody asked, uh, do you think VV and DC NFT are profitable? It's hard to say, man, you know, because they have overhead of expenses. Like, you know, you have to pay all your employees. VV's hired a lot. Um, they could be at like a, a kind of a, what? what is it? Like a net zero kind of close to, I, I'm sure they're profitable, but it might be kind of not as big as we we might think. Um, they could just be because when you're, again, when you're building and trying to have a better app, and better ecosystem, launch, you know, the VVverse and do all these things, that's going to have a, a hard capital cost to do that. So it's hard to say that I, I'm sure, obviously I think they're building, um, but like when your sales volume is down, that that's across the entire NFT space. And, um, you know, Vivi's probably affected by that a little bit, not as much as some of the other uh, platforms out there probably, but.
1: Yeah, listen, somebody- I, uh, I work for Bitcoin Frontier Fund. Um, we're currently giving projects, uh, founders that are building on ordinals, um, which I'm not gonna explain what that is if you're not familiar. It's very similar to NFTs. We're giving projects a hundred thousand dollars right now to like uh fund them to kickstart them. Um and people are building, people are literally like quitting their jobs or like go or have been going full-time Web3 for a while. And like going all out on this so like to see like true builders like grinding it out to see true investors grinding it out and like putting these bets um into like the these fields I just like I guess I'm like a little bit more confident than the average person. Uh, I know I'm going to skip two of our topics. We can come back to it. But uh, this project that I was um, that I bought a long time ago, and I've been playing their game, Pirate Nation. Um, they are backed by a studio called Proof of Play. Proof of Play just raised thirty-three million dollars. Like that's insane. Like that's a lot of money for this market. Um, and so obviously, like Pirate Nation, like was affected by that. Uh, Pirate Nation has team members that are from EA Sports. Team members that are from Zanga. Zanga just launched their own NFT project called Sugartown as a free mint and minted out. I don't know the current floor price. It got all the way up to almost half an ETH. I think it dropped back down to between the 0.3 and 0.4 range. If you're not familiar with ETH, I think that's like I don't even know what that is right now, like $600ish. So, um yeah, I don't know, like there's been this has been a great few weeks for 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 DeFi NFTs other than like uh we didn't even talk about this. I don't think we put it on here, Kyle. We'll go to it later. The freaking $200 million hack over um what was the name of the network? Uh, Hong Kong's uh, so-called decentralized network, the Mixin, Mixin, the Mixin network. Let's talk about that later. Um, but yeah, anyways, I, I want to read what what Grime responded with. Uh, shouldn't NFTs be a better way of implementing copyright rather than making it a gambling scene where people see as get rich quick scheme? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with that. I, I think, I think at the end of the day, NFTs just the underlying technology. So, like, kind of placing it as, like, this, like, blanket statement of, like, speculative assets or XYZ, Like, NFT is, like, just the tech that all this stuff is built on. So, it kind of just depends on what the crowd makes of it.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. Um, but like you said, there's still a lot of money getting floated around in the space. A lot of VC money going in and game studios, publishers, still pumping out, like, uh, money or raising money and stuff like that. So, it was cool to see Proof of play raised 33 million um, in pixels, moved over to Ronin chain. Um, I wanted to talk about like a little bit of that activity as well. So people again are saying, you know, NFT are NFTs dead. Well, look at the macro of what's going on. Like web three gaming is driving a lot of the transaction, social fi driving a lot of the transaction that just goes to show you that people are still here. People are still active and doing things and it may not be buying every single minting out every single project or buying everything like on a day-to-day basis, but what people are doing is they're over there maybe on FriendTech goofing off a little bit, I don't know. <laughs> or they're actually like in Pixel game, and I'm gonna bring up this like little um, footage that I caught here on X and pull that up here on the screen and show you guys what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, apparently it was like this like kind of record-breaking party in Pixels. Um, let me go ahead and pull this up here and zoom in. If we take a look at this video... You can see, like, there's just hundreds of people in this, like, little tiny area. And I don't know why it's, like, not zooming in, like, normally, but...
1: Well,
0: now this is, like, a little pixelated game. And I'm going to stop sharing because it's, like, such bad quality there. <laughs> uh, the point being is gamers are, like, in these games being immersed. That game is driving 1.5 million transactions per month. That is insane. So. Wow again like these platforms you take a look at these different games and the macro of nft space like there's definitely a lot of activity still going on in the bear market and so my prediction is like in the next bull market we're going to see like exponential growth um and of course like not all these games will survive um there's games out there um that unfortunately won't make it uh but there's definitely going to be a lot of outliers that do make it and you know there's going to be indies that developed from the ground up in this space that will make it as well uh but you know it's kind of like the dot com era where you know a lot of websites and companies um went bust but a lot of them that that went through the whole process the journey and built a real company those are the ones that you know became the next amazon the next pet.com or whatever the actual pet.com i think the actual first one actually went bust but uh pets.com or whatever it's called now
1: oh yeah yeah i remember that uh couple things before we move on we have a you know we have some new viewers today because like we're on x we're not usually on this uh so thank you guys for watching i don't know if you found us through like the little pink tab or my share or whatever um but we talk about NFTs, macro crypto, crypto. And we talk about uh, Web3 Gaming and AI all in these segments. And then we have a newsletter that recaps everything in like a three-minute read that we usually send out a couple hours after the stream on Mondays. So just kind of filling you guys in. we got a couple more big topics in the NFT and crypto space. And then we're going to talk about some AI because there's been some really cool things happening with AI this week. So uh, all right, we, we,
0: got some, we got some good comments in the chat too, just FYI, some good ones.
1: Which ones says um...
0: shouldn't NFTs be a better way of implementing copyright rather than making it a that? gambling scene where people see it as a get rich quick Yeah. So my answer to this one is pretty simple. Um, right now the space is nascent, which means it's really early. Um, we're still seeing contracts being built, like the smart contracts, the code behind these NFTs, um, the royalties being built in. You know, I've talked to Gabe Layden about this on X. He's responded to me. He thinks a lot of the companies out there, a lot of especially games, are gonna like adopt his smart contract that basically allows the smart contract to to you know, allow your collection to be on certain um, marketplaces so you can get royalties. So I think we're, again, we're, I, you know, it's cliche and everybody always says that we're, we're early, we're early, but we really are in terms of this technology and where it could go. And like this person was saying, um, you know, shouldn't NFTs be a better way of implementing copyright? Um, I think that it will be as well. Like, uh, I mean, we're already seeing it. Like DC came down. Uh, I don't know why I got on a royalties tangent for some reason, but uh, when he was talking about copyright, but I just went there. Um, yeah, we've seen DC in the past issue like cease and desist. So when it's on the blockchain, it's probably much easier to do that, to implement copyright. And he's like, I, I, I get where they're coming from because they don't see, they're not like probably in the space as much as we are. So they, they don't really see the cease and desist. And like Yuga has even issued cease and desist. So there is actually a lot of protection. Against Colombo. Yeah, I and that. then and not only that Ryder rips got sued and lost, uh, with his whole copyright. So there still actually is a lot of protection in the space. Um, so don't let people fool you into thinking there's not protection. Um, like you can't just go off and dupe like Batman cause you'll get sued. Like, you know, just yeah, don't do d- that.
1: It depends on the, um, uh, the copyright, whatever rules of the project beforehand. So like, I, I if you had asked me this a year ago, I'd have known better. I just haven't thought about it in a year. But like board ape specifically, you're still limited on like certain aspects of it. It's not I'm forgetting the, the name for it, but it's not like you can it's not CCO. Um I add whatever, whatever the name is, but there's certain things you still can't do. Um, so you technically don't own the rights to every aspect of it. So like the whole Colombo thing was a very interesting example. So Colombo had his board ape. And like on an, I don't remember which part of the clothing it was, but on his board Ape was the board Ape Yacht Club logo. So Colombo was thinking like, oh, well, if I have it on my ape and I own the IP rights to my ape, then I should be able to use every aspect of it. So he essentially used the logo for that was like on the hat, let's say of his ape to make some kind of like. Uh, financial like open edition or something like that and yeah they ordered a cease and desist for him to take it down because he didn't have rights to that even though he had rights to the ape and writers was a little different writers was just like let me take all the apes and like and
0: duplicate them and say it's art like yeah it's an art movement and stuff like that
1: it's not um I'm selling the token, you know, I'm not, I'm selling the underlying token to the yard. I'm not really selling the art, you know, all the art does is just point back. I don't know. That was,
0: yeah, it was a weird, yeah. Like it would have had repercussions to the entire space if he won. Like then, then at that point, copyright would probably be a big issue, but he lost. So it set a little bit of a precedence there. Um, Yeah. So let's move on to some other topics as well. I I think we have,
1: I want to talk about mixing for, before we we get
0: there, Yuga moved away from Improbable. Any thoughts there? Because they that was a big deal about them building out their MMO, their metaverse, or kind of like, you know, I guess experience like that they... I don't know. I think the kind of idea there was to have experiences. You could play games, but also like have a concert. I think Fortnite was kind of the end goal in my opinion, but like more of a more accessible like Fortnite, like where you could just go to a browser, open it and be in the other side. But they had ditched improbable apparently is what it looks like and moved into a different company. Um, Do you think that this is like... A precedence that there's basically gonna be delays and we might not see the other side for quite some time. Do you have any thoughts on on this whole move with Yuga, Yuga Labs?
1: Have they announced this or is this just a speculation still? I saw Jonah write a thing on it because I guess i well, so
0: like uh yes basis yeah. for it. So I can pull it up. It's in the doc as well. Um but the tweet is official that they are um they have new strategic partnerships so we can kind of extrapolate like i'll pull it up here on screen for everybody to to see
1: oh so basically they announced their strategic partnerships but didn't uh, include improbable in there
0: yeah so they're using the haiti ink here which is exactly what improbable does so hmm. you can t- kind of take an educated guess like that and plus based on what the improbable like one of the employees said like he mentioned i think it was like one of the f- Like CEOs or founders or so, I don't know who he was, but Jonah was saying that like they said, basically that they didn't know that this was happening and that they're gonna do some MLB activation. So apparently, like it's kind of softly confirmed. I don't want to say fully confirmed, but that's allegedly confirmed that this is kind of safe to say that they're moving away from improbable, probably because improbable can't like deliver fully yet, um, and maybe a, a timely manner of the other side possibly. But you can see here, we deliver transformative AI spatial computing applications for immersive Web3 experiences that seamlessly bridge physical and virtual worlds. That's exactly what Improbable does. And they employed other um, partnerships here, Excelbyte for the back end of the game. They have Bad Rhino Studios coming in for the Unreal Engine developer, it looks like. And then they have Fairway GG, which maybe be more avatar-driven stuff. Game studio and publisher building interoperable player-driven universes. So they may be helping out in terms of some of the aspects as well in-game. But yeah, this is saying will propel the development of other side meta. So it's more than just a rumor. This is kind of like putting Improbable on kind of full blast here, front and center.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know, man. I haven't really kept up with it. My only exposure to the ecosystem is the Rec League, which isn't really their ecosystem. You know, it's kind of just yeah. using their IP.
0: Well, I think it too, it's like, the reason why I bring it up is because like everybody is kind of hoping that the other side will just be really good for the space, especially a lot of Web3 gamers, because Yugo was kind of being the leader here. Uh, You know, Legends of Mara, they had, like you said, Rec League. Um, They have the clicker thing what was that thing called heavy metal and so oh, the yeah. kind of the whole thing is <laughs> like <hate> we <laughs> we really want well we really want this to like do good because it sets a good precedence for the rest of the space because they get so much attention that you know if the other side does well then kind of everything it like lifts all all other boats around it like it's like a rising tide lifts all boats so that was kind of the idea here and why it's important to a lot of people but um yeah it's 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 very interesting. I think this is kind of a setback. Um, It's it's at the same time. I think it's a setback. That's probably a good move for Yuga because now they can actually build something um, relatively probably quicker now. So I do think that this is not an entire setback, but it is kind of like a bummer, like, Oh man, now we're going to have to wait a little bit longer, but it it is what it is in gaming. Sometimes that happens. We've seen it with cyberpunk. They should have probably waited um, a little bit longer and now cyberpunk looks amazing. Yeah, it looks like a freaking metaverse. Like it's insane, bro. Like the graphics. Anyways.
1: Well, some good exciting news. Let's see if my, my jingle will play through here. Do you hear it? I'm gonna take a no. Um, pirate nation, which I talked about earlier, that raised the 33 million in VC funding through A16. Oh, I didn't even mention this, Kyle. One of the biggest parts of this is they picked up on board on their team the former CEO and co-founder of Twitch. Pirate Nation did, or Proof of Play did. That's a big deal of Twitch. They did, they with did Twitch? what? You ever heard of Twitch?
0: Say that again. They,
1: they picked. They picked him up. Uh, Pirate Nation did the uh, f- the former CEO and co-founder of Twitch on the team for Proof of Play.
0: Yeah, I mean, is, is what is it? Justin Kahn? What? Who is it? cuz Justin's already in the space he co-founded uh, Fractal i think it's called Fractal Fractal Marketplace which is like it's kind of like a it's like the it's like Magic Eden but for like web3 games and image it expanded Shear. okay image here okay yeah twitch Twi- okay so yeah that's interesting i know the the current ceo or like of twitch right now like a lot of people are liking this guy because he's really improving twitch the former one um, I'm not really sure on that guy. Like I haven't streamed to Twitch long enough to know, but I do know, like, I think most people are consistently liking the new CEO on Twitch, but nonetheless, that's very cool. Cause now he's got to bring his expertise in there.
1: It's, it's and, funny. I, I brought that up before I even saw this, but literally two minutes ago, uh, proof of play, the studio I'm talking about uh, posted that they're going to have to go live with Emmett tomorrow at uh, 5. PM central time.
0: Uh, so there time. you go. Um, Grime. There you go. Is it gray? How would you pronounce that, Chris? You pronounce it. You're from Louisiana. You could probably pronounce it the right way. You got better education.
1: Graham, of course. Um, What I was going to say earlier is right now, if you go to Pirate Nation, like the official, they have uh 47 45.7 thousand followers are affiliated with with uh, proof of play blah, blah blah uh they're doing a giveaway for a one-of-one one ship which even if you don't play the game you could probably just like sell it so there's some alpha for a giveaway no a not giveaway. financial
0: advice though
1: um that's free so if you're if you're interested in that all right i really want to talk about this mixin network man um they had a 200 million dollar loss yesterday and the headlines were a little misleading uh just in mixin network a decentralized crypto network has been hacked with 200 million confirmed stolen I don't know about you, but to me, that points to a decentralized crypto network being the problem with us. However, the same person that wrote that post also wrote the article behind the post, or at least part of their team did. And if you read the article, it actually says that the community found out that it looks like the vulner- vulnerability point, I can't say that word for some reason, um, is actually the centralized database that they use to store the money on. So this isn't a problem with decentralization. This is a problem with a little bit of centralization that the decentralized crypto network had in it.
0: Yeah, this is sounds typical. I'm not really f- familiar with Mixon. I've heard of them, I think, briefly before. In the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, I think I've heard of that. But um, I don't know. This one's kind of an obscure one. That's a lot of money to lose. And like you said, this is typical. It seems like um, these protocols and, and kind of bridges have been like fallen prey to hackers in the past. A lot of them are just not secure from a multitude of reasons, whether it's the multi-sig and these founders are just like leaving the multi-sig, like leaving all the, the keys uh, like on their desktop. And so like, I think that's how one of them got hacked. And then this one is like, obviously you said it's centralized. I don't know enough about this one. It is breaking news though. Um, It's a lot of money. I mean, $200 million, that's nothing to shake a fist or nothing to like ignore it. So, (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's just, it's not a good look for the space. And, And like, there's so many hacks all the time with like multi millions of dollars being hacked. it's just like a sad bummer like oh just like like let's keep adding to the like the bear market right now like it's just like one of those things to like keep adding just it's like every time i feel like it's a little
1: momentum it's like this like random like giant hack and apparently like right before we went live there was another uh, exchange that i've never heard of before uh that was also exploited yeah let's see i think it was i think it was eight million dollars yeah um Top cryptocurrency exchange Huobi uh, suffered a loss of five thousand Ethereum, um, which is eight million dollars, due to a hacker attack. It probably was the same group of hackers that did both.
0: I feel like most of the hackers like come from the same place. It's like how I feel like because you need the like a certain level of skill to like do that stuff. Um, and I think there's been reports of like the Lazarus group always hacking people. I think somebody did an article. They have like forty million or fifty million, and they're like in their stash. It's like, that's a lot of money, man. They can employ, like, you know, more people or something. I don't know. I don't yeah, want to keep absolutely. talking about it. I feel like they're going to hack me, like, if I keep saying it. um, Kyle, we said, have some he, other... Kyle said
1: he's testing you. Bet.
0: <laughs> no, no. They, what they you know, need what is, do is like, like, subscribe to our alpha, alpha newsletter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs> that that show was the greatest, bro. All right. So, moving on <laughs> to another topic is... uh. AI, um, what's up with that, man? We got a lot of news around that. You know, Google's doing stuff. OpenAI yeah. is doing stuff. Microsoft is doing stuff. Quobble, Quobble Cop is doing stuff, that guy. Um, we have a lot to get into, man, on AI. Sure.
1: We also didn't talk about we can go back oh. to it though the kripopolis uh the yeah. uh, fox is was, was backed by fox uh news i think it was one of those like it, it
0: aired yeah
1: yeah it aired it aired yeah and uh, nobody's talking about it or cares about it it seems but this is an overpriced nft mint last year i think it was like 0.2, 0.25 Ethereum um gives you these little characters and essentially the benefit to having the characters was it gives you a vote in the show. Unfortunately, it looks like that the vote in the show was like pretty insignificant and like didn't really affect anything. So, and if you paid, you know, a couple hundred bucks for this thing and it just kind of had like insignificant uh upside, which I that's at least what I'm hearing here. Did you read anything else, Kyle? I remember this mint by the way. I remember people talking about it. I was like, "Oh, that looks really cool." It was just too high of a mint for the for the market we were in for me to care about it.
0: Oh, that no. So yeah, I, I read into that too. I didn't, I didn't know about it. It was probably the time I was like, I'm not buying anything anymore, and I don't care if it remotely sounds okay. So it probably just went right off my radar. And I was like, you know what? I, I do remember this one. I was like, crap, crap, crapopolis. I was like, nah, I don't know. Like too, too much for me. And I'm not like a big Rick and Morty fan. Um, I know a lot of people are. Um, but that, I don't know. I don't, it's just not my like cup of tea, but, um, uh, yeah. I, in the middle, Rick said, and the was like lot. super high. I don't, uh,
1: and, um, I don't like the founders of Rick and Morty. I don't, Justin Royland and, um, yeah, then I guess you I don't, could kind of say that. And then art gobblers was like, <laughs> dude, that was, that was a disaster in the space. I tried to warn everybody about that and I got like threatened and like my, like whatever for like saying, Hey guys, stop buying this at 20 ETH. Like, well, And I don't even know what it's at now. I guarantee you it's under like half an eighth. It's probably actually I'm going to look it up while we're. We'll, I mean, it's look.
0: cool. It, like in the macro things, it's cool that like, you know, a project was that is doing something like is on TV now. Granted, like the utility is like not that big of a deal. Like I think you get a vote like on like a color of like a light and a scene, Um stuff like that. Like, I mean, I don't know if you like that kind of stuff. It's for you like fandom. I get it um dc is doing that with like the bath cows like you know you provide feedback to the comic you know i think dc is more in depth actually than this crapopolis like i think dc was way more in depth with it um but yeah like fandoms are cool like i i I don't see a problem with that but it just wasn't my cup of tea here
1: our goblins is at 0.1 eth and it's at almost fifty thousand ethereum volume which
0: is it's kind of like the butt end of jokes and spaces sometimes i hear like i've just heard it. it's not coming from me it's just like what about those art gobblers? Like, and people are like always <laughs> digging, putting digs on it. Not to say like it's hey, not me. I just Bro, hear that. I had, in space so, I had okay? somebody
1: like threaten my YouTube channel. They're like it was like some board a and like he's like a, basically threatened to come after my channel because like I made a video talking about how like I, whatever. I'm not. Even gonna, I don't want to bring. I don't want to open up uh, old, old wounds. We got, we got about 12 minutes. Okay. Left. Let's talk about some AI. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, we have keep a keep lot it? of
0: updates, man. And the even ChatGPT
1: and Dolly three was like pretty big deal to me. So GPT well, is what's up.
0: I was going to say just before we get started on that, the, I guess the strike has ended now, like the, the actor strike or something. So that's, that's, that's a big deal. Just want uh, to throw that out news, there.
1: Good news. Good Yeah. Yeah. So they, uh...
0: Allegedly. I mean, I'll have to actually so confirm. What was the conclusion? So. I don't know i haven't even seen it. it's like was breaking in so i'll look it up as you're talking
1: do i need to hit my little button again
0: and then start talking
1: <laughs> all right so the chat gpt and dolly 3 was a pretty big deal so basically ChatGPT is allowing you to be able to prompt images now similar to mid-journey it's not gonna be nearly as intricate as mid i would consider it mid-journey for like AI artist and I would consider what I'm looking at ChatGPT to be more for like the common user. Um, basically what they did is they prompted a story about this hedgehog. I don't even remember the hedgehog's name and they made it into like a children's book and like each like, little section, they would say like, I want to see this hedgehog's house and they would like show the hedgehog like in a house and be like, all right, now can you show him like sleeping? And that shows him sleeping And it was like really cute images and I imagine you can really get creative with this and people are going to get creative with this and like use props to prompt the images um, so that's a really big deal, and that's coming soon, ChatGPT and Dolly. It's going to be a plugin. I've already used uh, ChatGPT plugins, and they're phenomenal. You do have to have the paid ChatGPT. So I've used, I have used—I use Canva, which I actually have a video on. I'll show my video right here um, on how to make, like, Mr. B-style thumbnails using a plugin via ChatGPT for Canva. And then I use the CapCut one, which makes videos, but it's not very good. Um, so that was, that was breaking news. It was a really big deal. The second ChatGPT update. By Sam Altman, the founder. It literally happened right before we went live. They're introducing a voice model, uh, so I guess essentially ChatGPT is going to be able to read to you now. You've probably seen videos of people like pretending that it's reading by like using this like robotic voice or whatever, but it's actually going to have its own voice program now. Uh, it kind of reminds me of we've we're pretty familiar with Luna Labs um so luna labs you like type in like a script and like you know, luna labs like reads you the script um so i think ChatGPT is going to do something similar to this to where it's actually able to read this to you which is gonna be really cool so essentially if you add these two things together you could be like hey ai can you write me this like uh, kid's bedtime story it'll write the story it'll have images and it'll read it to you so like that's that's pretty freaking insane man like all that together
0: yeah man there's there's a lot of updates. So on the strike just a quick update on that. It does look like they came to like a 3 year contract deal. I think it's like the Writers Guild and some other um, guild as well. So that's going to be big news and I think I think that's like tentative. So I think they may need more votes. I'm not quite 100% sure. Again, this is kind of like breaking news. Again, this was around like some of the topics were around AI, the likeness and like all this other crazy stuff that was going on. Um you know, I don't know in-depth details because that's not my industry. I like to keep an eye on but um, it is like pretty big news in the macro considering, you know, I, I, I guess like considering if you have a Netflix account and watch, watch TV and stuff. But anyways, um, this is what it looks like for the Google side of things. So Google is doing a multitude of things as well to really speed up and compete with open AI. So it says here in the, in the tweet. Google's integrating its workspace suite with Google Bard. They've already done so. So you might check that if you're using Google Bard. You can integrate your Gmail, your docs, and actually right inside Bard, you can do prompts that are like, you know, hey, what did Chris say in an email like last week about chat GPT? And it'll like tell you. And then like, so it's kind of like your personal assistant truly with all your Google products it's kind of like, it's kind of neat um but anyways yeah like you said open ai is trying to outflank google bar they know things are coming they know microsoft as well is doing things as well we can see um this is kind of a what bard is doing right here what dates did eric propose in the email and you can see workspace finding emails or assessing emails and then it'll come back to you with a um you know with a a i guess what, what would you call that What it comes back with the answer or solution um and then you can see here show me flights to phoenix and then boom google flights google hotels and then it'll shoot you out like the best dates times and prices which is kind of neat um and google already is a dominant player so that's something to be aware of and even uh, microsoft copilot launches i think tomorrow which is huge because you can do like a simple prompt chris and it actually um, like in one of microsoft's like apps and they're also integrating it with their entire like workspace apps i don't know what they call it but um like in the slideshow app you can or i think it's just microsoft word you can do a prompt and it'll make this like entire slideshow for you with just based off of a single prompt so it's like super powerful stuff um similar to what google bard's doing and of course open ai they're having unique tools as well so the AI race is heating up, man. It is wild out there.
1: I'm sold on uh, GPT for now. I-, I need to try Bard out more. Uh Graham said that BART is disappointing using it as a coding assistant. Um, you know, I imagine that a lot of them are just gonna be like they're gonna have to have like some type of like separation, like oh, Chat GPT stronger at this, Bard stronger at this, you know. So right now it looks like Bard's trying to take the way in like real time data and like without having to use like a chat GPT plugin. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Whereas like ChatGPT is just better. You know, it's more advanced at like problem solving and thinking and all that fun stuff. Um, Yeah, I
0: I totally agree. So that's what the Google Gemini is though, is to compete with OpenAI directly with ChatGPT. Is they're dropping like an actual like ChatGPT level intelligence. So it'll be interesting. Google Gemini is what they're calling it. Um, And then of course there's Microsoft. They're dropping Copilot. Which that is another crazy, and that's kind of really using OpenAI, I think, with with Copilot. So it's really going to benefit OpenAI. And check this out, Chris. Like you saw this as well. This is a creator using his own AI. Um, This whole video, as you know,
1: I hear y'all talking at the same time. Can you mute it?
0: Yeah. This whole video, as you know, is not really him. It's AI.
1: Yeah. I Well, you told me since I think your tweet said it. I wish I would have seen the video without like reading your tweet first to see if like I would have caught on. It was very easy to tell that's AI knowing that it was AI going into it. But if I just like came across the video, I probably would have never thought about it. But like, yeah, it I was, still
0: like, looks pretty good. Like watching it and knowing like, of course, you can notice like little bitty things. But like, I don't. I don't know. This is pretty shocking. This is. We're talking about the tip of the iceberg. Like this is just the beginning. Yeah, yeah
1: it's gonna get wild, man. Um,
0: so that's his like V one right here. This little cartoon yeah, guy. <laughs> People were laughing at that. That like when he first released it. So in this video, he talks about it. He's like, yeah, the V one. I released it. Like y'all were making fun of me, and like you know, basically, yeah, you know, it is kind of stupid. But like you know, it's just an avatar. I mean, the concept is cool. Like it's like okay, that's. That's pretty ingenious. But to make it look ultra like realistic, just like him. Now we're talking like on a different level here.
1: I I like how he was just unapologetically like, this is what I'm going to do. I don't care what you guys have to say. Because like even he did it in a nice transition. Like he was basically like, look, you guys told me to stop using AI. So I did it to where I can trick you using AI. And I took in all your opinions on why you were saying I shouldn't use AI. And I integrated that into my new AI model, so it, like it was a very gentle like, I hear I hear you, I don't care, and that's kind of how I feel about people like Kira Nikos, which I guess I guess their comment got got hit or deleted about uh, Ponzi's are dead, move on, um, victims of blockchain. That's that's how I feel about you. You know, like I hear your opinion, I don't care. Go watch something better. Um, somebody yeah. did somebody did add. There's two two things brought up. Yeah, uh, last week we saw the uh, Courtyard uh, Pokemon NFT. I know we were on an AI topic, but this is brought up in chat by Frank Garcia. Uh, originally said, can't wait for the Pokemon drop on the 27th. Uh, but then say, Courtyard, what are your thoughts? Um, on So w- that was one topic that we could he definitely said, talk just, about in these last Bart, few minutes.
0: Bart is disappointing. Yeah.
1: So, like the Pokemon thing was a was a pretty big topic last week because basically the the Pokemon drop via courtyard was you buy these packs, and the packs are like proof of ownership of the physical card. So you can either like burn the NFT to redeem the physical card, including the grade, or you can just keep the NFT and sell that NFT. And then that person who buys it could then claim the physical card. Me and you have contrary opinions on this, Kyle. What's your opinion on it?
0: Well, I, I don't necessarily. So I, I found this platform a while ago um, and I've been going for the drops, but they sell out like instantly. Um, so like I like the concept, uh, but it's one of those things where number one, I sandbagged it and I didn't tell anybody because I was trying to go for the Pokemon cards. Including so, me.
1: Including yeah. Me. Including, including Chris because Chris tweets
0: everything. If you tell Chris, he'll tweet it like immediately. What a butt. There's no, there's no hiding alpha from Chris because he'll, he'll tweet it. So, uh, yeah, I've been saying this one and I've been just trying it out, like testing it. Um, and really, they only had like f- like the beginning drops only had like 50 ed- like editions So it wasn't like a bunch. Like it was like literally if you told a friend that was your competition. So it's like because f- only 50 people or less were going to get that drop. Um, so the concept in itself is cool. Like I like to see it, but. Uh, one thing that I will mention is eBay already does this, but it, in Web two fashion, they already have like a vault with your so you can ship your vault, you can ship your collectible into eBay. They'll store it in their like super climate controlled facility um, where you know it's safe, and you you can literally just trade trade the JPEG version, the Web two version across their platform, and not have to worry about like it ever getting damaged. Like you don't have to. So it's like basically eBay's acting as a bank um and again eBay's been around for a long time so i can't imagine they're just going to like fold up shopping and be like oh courtyard look out and they already have nfts integrated in in ebay so it's like at any moment they could just flip a switch and be like us too me too so i don't know i i'm like this is a cool platform i love like natively built like platforms like this but you have incumbents that's that's so that's like i don't d- disagree or anything it's just like one of those takes where i'm like yeah, it's going to be hard to beat the incumbents is my thoughts.
1: Sure. The only benefit I see to it is allowing people that might not normally have access to the to the market, access to an open market. Um, but eBay could do that. You know, eBay could say, hey, we're going to tokenize these and put them on chain. Do what you want, but we're still going to be the, like, you're, when you burn it and you go to trade it in, we're still going to be the place you need to do that with. Um, Another
0: thing to consider is like the sec like i know like courtyard is just like they're not promoting the actual nft token as a financial contract or anything like that they're just promoting the nft that represents the underlying asset which is a pokemon card or whatever they decide like they could expand out to other things other than just cards but like at any moment like what if the sec was just like but like since it's you know like you're expecting like a gain here like would the sec deem that as a security? So that's like another thing too, is like that there's so much un like, there's so much not clarity, like the opposite of clarity, like everything is just so muddy because the sec literally just won't publish any guidelines, like both crypto and NFTs and they're just regulating by enforcement. Like that, that's a scary thought.
1: Yeah. I mean, people will buy outside of financial incentive, but I mean, yeah, I do think that there's financial incentive there. It would be really cool if Pokemon was like on board with it. And like you could kind of have a separate, like, hey, if you own this NFT and you don't want to burn it for a physical, you can you can take it and play this, like uh you can play TCG with it and you know, like have your own deck and it all be on chain and win on chain prizes. Um, like that would be really cool. But it's not uh, to my knowledge. It's weird. It's not officially backed by Pokemon, but surely they had to get some type of approval, like to do this. Like you would think. Like it, even the Polygon team is like talked, like team members talked about the drop and talked about Courtyard. So like because it's on Polygon. So like I don't know. You would think that they like got approval for it, but if not, we're about to see like a huge DMCA.
0: Yeah, I'm not really sure on the licensing either because it's like technically you're not necessarily you're not you're not selling the pokemon ip you're just selling it's just like ebay ebay is able to sell pokemon cards on there because it's not they're not selling the brand or the ip they're selling the actual physical asset so i don't know i don't know what that looks like i'm not the expert on on that kind of stuff um but i do see like people are in the chat saying like nfts work really well with physical assets and i do agree um, you have fidgetal. So there's a couple things like you could do with it. Like you could drop f- fidgetals where you have like a statue and like you could scan it. And then like it meant the NFT, um, stuff like that's really cool. Um, the deed I actually use that, um, example years ago, like back in like 2018 or 2017, um, uh, about NFTs as well. So. I think some deeds have actually been minted in a into NFTs. Uh, I know some s- homes have been sold like in the crypto space or in the NFT space. I thought so. Yeah. I I think we'll Believe see. Not, that- I think South
1: Carolina was the first one, which is weird. Like I wouldn't expect like a southern home to be the first, but
0: I think we may see that. But it's going to be like a custodied system. You know, I don't know if we'll see like you can just do whatever with your deed and like lose your deed. I don't think I'll it'll be my like coffee
1: shop. I'll sell my coffee shop as a tokenized asset if somebody overpays for it. I don't, I don't think it'll be, right be like, now.
0: I don't think it'll be like the wild west where like you just can do whatever you want with your deed and like accidentally like lose it to a scam. Like yeah, I don't I'm think it's going to buy
1: my shop with these, but I
0: do think it's a good account system. Like you have crypto with the ledger. Crypto is a ledger blockchain. An NFT can kind of be like that secondary like layer of of a ledger system where it like is accounting for stuff. Um Proppy is doing you're gonna, you're gonna real buy my estate, coffee
1: shop on chain, Kyle.
0: Says Frank Garcia. I I think that's cool, a cool concept. You should go into that more a little bit. We talked about it before on a where where do we talk about that? We talked about it recently. Was it on a space or
1: talked about what? The coffee shop thing?
0: Yeah, you, you're, we talked about, oh, yeah, it was the uh, the ra- roundtablers.
1: Roundtablers.
0: Yeah, yeah, like you putting the coffee shop on uh, actually Bitcoin as an ordinal. I think that's a oh, cool yeah, concept.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, man. Just, you know, do something that's not very innovative, but get paid more for it. It's nice.
0: Yeah. A couple <laughs> of hot takes.
1: I'm joking, of course, but it, it is kind of funny. I, I feel like sometimes I see people try to like, like insert crypto or blockchain to where it's just not really solving a problem. And if it's not solving a problem, then to me, it just doesn't really seem necessary. Um, And maybe the whole courtyard thing is like that. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I haven't been around the company enough. And uh, I think if they can, I think if everything's legal and approved and then they could maybe do other things with these tokenized assets, I could, yeah, I could see the benefits in that. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But other I agree. than that, I, it does feel like if eBay is doing it this way, then what's the point of tokenizing it? Um, I don't know. Yeah. But for property, like, I see like... It's kind of like... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying for like property, like real estate stuff, I just see like less paperwork, less middleman, um, you, and then you, use of Ethereum smart contracts or whichever smart contracts, and then sold down the token or maybe even still have whatever. Like I, I could see that, you know? Um, yeah. Instead of filing out layers and layers of paperwork, going through like tons of middlemen that are taking you know profit, uh, taking a lot of profit from you off the off of their percentages, like
0: man, um, we may get to a place with AI is like we have like fifty layers of like everything's just a verified asset on the chain somewhere, like as either an it, NFT, yeah. Like think about it, like because like how do you know like who's who like in the digital world, like unless you're like double, triple, quadruple verified. And even then, like I don't know, like I just see that uh, getting like way crazy in the future. Like, also, just
1: the transparency of blockchain, man. Like, if I asked you right now, Kyle, like, are you married? And like, you're like, nah, bro. Whoever single hit me up, and I was like, all right, cool. Well, why? Why on the blockchain does it say that you're married? <laughs> and then they'd be like, oh man, you know. It's but somebody so- could lie.
0: What about if they could lie though and be like, well, got a di- you know divorce like the other day? Like, what, oh, we'll what have- do you
1: mean? I think that's when we'll have the like. Or what do you Some think? type of centralized point right. of like, um, of authority. Sort of like it branches from like this. Like this is the government's like blockchain that they use or whatever, and it's verified on there that like you know your birth. That's scary
0: though. Is that like a little terrifying?
1: It just depends on like, what type of information. Um, in my opinion, like I don't. I think for most information, so, I don't really understand why we keep private, regardless. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't vote for everything being transparent on the blockchain. I, the marriage thing was just the first thing that popped up in my head, and it was kind of funny. But
0: see, the scary thing to me is where the slippery slope happens is when they can see everything you purchase, like on, on a CBDC level, like central banking, digital currency level, and then like let's say the at one point the government gets a little like you know tyrannical at one point then they could be like, okay, we saw you purchase this thing, this object or whatever it may be. So we're going to put you on a blacklist now and mm-hmm. you can't purchase anything anymore. Like, or you can't fly. We're like, you know, so like there is a point to where like, it does pose a lot of danger for society. Like if, if you get to a point where the government's like that. All right. Powerful. Here,
1: here's the thing though. And I'm going to, we we'll probably end on this cause we're a little bit over. Um, if they can see us, then we should be able to see them. If we can see them, there's a lot more that's going to come out than if they can see us. So that's, tr- that's true, I don't but know like happened because of that.
0: <laughs> right. But then they have their ways. And they're, I mean, we're already seeing it right now, if you ask me. Like, you have politicians that have been career politicians for like decades and they make like a meager salary but their net worth is like multi-millionaires. It's like,
1: how did that happen? Like, Find out how it happened in our newsletter below, Alpha Media Labs. It's going to go live in a couple hours, and Kyle will give you the deets.
0: Yeah, a lot of deep topics, a lot of discussions. We got through a ton. We even got into some hot topics, which are probably not so hot in the scheme of things. Like, I think a lot of shows nowadays are just hot topic hot city, hot take city. Um, but yeah, that's all we got for this one be on the lookout for the next podcast over on Chris's channel next week. Um, And we'll be sure to be streaming to all the platforms here again. Thank you so much for everybody tuning in across all the channels, YouTube, Twitch, kick Twitter, formerly Twitter, now X and all the above much appreciated. Oh, and last thing is (laughs) last thing is we have audio. So if you guys just want audio piped directly into your ears on the way to work or while you're working or mowing the lawn or taking your kids to school, you can do that on Spotify or any like popular audio platform, podcasting platform. And that's all we got for this week. Touch grass. Enjoy the rest of your week. And we'll see you guys on Chris's channel next week. Peace. Well,
1: I just said that so quiet my channel next week.
0: (laughs) And we'll leave with that. to you by kyle wilson and co-host chris coffee what's going on chris welcome to the podcast today we have a full lineup of some breaking news first up we have our nfts dead question mark all right we're going to be bringing a lot of facts and data to the table to present to you today mixing gets hacked for over 200 million dollars and there's other news like solana FriendTech question mark popping off so a lot of info to cover today a lot of ground and much more yuga switching to improbable or moving away from improbable but chris man what's going on i saw your tweets this weekend it looks like you have a new brand new device what exactly new device do you have
1: Bro, this is wild, okay? Before I go into the device, I'm watching us on X right now. I mean, I know some people still get offended by by using the word, the name of the platform, so I'll say Twitter for uh, the old school people out there. But uh, we're live, man. We're broadcasting. We got the, uh, you can kind of see it on screen, got the uh, pink circle around your name, uh, probably going to be like pink up top, uh, where you would normally see Spaces, uh, we got Green Goblin in the house. Hey, good morning, boys. So this is pretty G-G. cool, man. This is this is our first live stream on X through this like new way of doing it, where you can actually see it as a space. So super freaking cool. Kyle, I know you've been wanting this for a while
0: yeah dude i i just tweeted that like i literally begged and pleaded with the ceo of x like i was like spamming her tweets with suggestions and i was like please the live stream like please update the live stream please like streamers will definitely add value and i was like posting it in their bugs and features community i was posting on hers i was posting on the x account and finally they upload like i i tweeted that now i granted i don't know if they like saw my like tweet but like i like to think that they did you know who knows sure but anyways that that's cool news what's up with you though you you got a cool device over there waving it around what what is that like i'm
1: so interested that like how this new system is on x i was just like because you can like comment now because up until like last week for those that don't know you could live stream on x but like it wasn't really integrated well like you could just kind of like put your video your live stream on x but like Didn't pop up in the algorithms very well. Nobody really cared about it. Sorry, my kids are in the background. But now you can like comment. You can interact. It shows like the viewers on there. It pops up as spaces. That's a big deal. Anyways, I got the new iPhone 15. Let's go. Um, My first time upgrading since the 12. A lot of people are like, why'd you upgrade? There's no difference between the 14 and the 15. You're right. There's not a big difference between the 14 and 15. But I'm coming from the 12. I get $450 trading credit for my like however many year old that phone is. And uh, yeah, I'm already noticing a pretty big difference in like accessibility, functionality, um, just feels nicer. Uh, I'm trying to think of the most things that I use on this so far have been. Uh, there's some big features on here that I haven't used. Like I actually just saw one, I didn't even know it was a thing to where this guy was videoing this like monument and he's like shaky on purpose. Like he's going like up and down, up and down. And then he ends up, like, showing you the video, and it stabilized the entire video. So, like, it had the stabilizer on it. It's, like, really cool. And there's some other, like <laughs> – so, I just took a screenshot of our X thing, and it said share screenshot and broadcast. That's pretty freaking cool. So, at any given point, if something cool happens, you can screenshot it and immediately broadcast that. I'm sorry I'm, like, geeking out over this, like, X space X spaces. you you can
0: so you can screenshot it and broadcast it like what
1: yeah 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 so like like I just I didn't know that was a thing like right now if I like screenshot it immediately says share screenshot and broadcast I'll actually go ahead and do that okay so it just sends you to the screenshot that I just sent and then immediately starts to try to tweet it for you um so I'm just gonna even though it's gonna look super lame for those of you that are live here I'll just post it just so you can like kind of see what I'm talking about um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Anyways, back to the iPhone. Um, USB C, which you know it has its own set of like it being kind of annoying at times. But uh, I actually just realized if for some reason I needed like another camera for my computer, my computer actually like you can use USB C devices. I think I could plug in my USB C to my phone and use it as like a backup camera or like B-roll or like even for this video. So that's pretty cool. Uh yeah, I don't know, just still trying to figure out like all the uh, features and stuff. I don't want to be on my phone this whole video, but we were talking about the new iPhone.
0: Yeah. And plus we got like a whole litany of topics to go over, but it's really cool. Like the chat, I don't know why it's not showing the previous chat, but like you can see um, everybody popping in this morning, like you mentioned, Green Goblin, Eddie uh, and many others. So thank you so much for joining Um, crazy stuff going on in the crypto and NFT space. So uh, Chris, we'll have to, you have to tell us at the very end, your your final thought on the iPhone 15 if you like it or not we're going to save that to the end so you guys have to stick around for that um yeah he, he we're going to save the alpha for the very end i think that will keep people around a little bit there but are nft's dead man i've been seeing this all over the news like literally every media company out there mainstream media is pumping this like this kind of narrative that nft's are dead is this a conspiracy what's going on what's your thoughts on this Um, I know you got some good stuff going on.
1: (laughs) You moved the camera, so like I'm not centered. I was was OCD about it. Yeah, man. So uh, last week, I think it was like Thursday, uh, is when the article came out and every big account ever shared the article of NFTs being dead and being at zero. Um, It was like shared by like Watcher Guru, Dexerto. It made like some other types of news headlines, Rolling Stones, like a lot of other ones. I it was like one of the first ones I knew of that actually checked the source. Like, I mean, one like you don't really need a source if you're in the um, if you're in the communities. Uh, just lost Kyle. I'll keep. No, going. no,
0: no. I'm maximizing you, bro. Oh,
1: okay. Um, don't really need a source because like I'm here and I can tell you it's not dead. But I went and checked like the source, and a lot of people were like even like too afraid to even quote it because. It was such like an insignificant article. It was from Dap Gambler, which is like a crypto gambling platform. So they literally, they literally did this entire thing for clout. And the uh, tests that they ran were really obscure. And they attacked NFTs from a lot of different angles, which is ironic because they're a crypto-based company. Um, Easy wrote a really good thread on this. I will... Uh, should I share my screen or should I just talk about it? Easy. Yeah, slide. you can
0: share your screen if you want.
1: Yeah, I thought it was a good thread, so I'll pull it up. I actually just uh, shared it online, but... Let me see if I still can. Um, I wonder, so will the shared screen show on uh, on X? I'm sure it will. GM, everybody, Green Goblin, Eddie, Ty, all of you. All right, so here's the Rolling Stones headline. Your NFTs are actually finally worthless. They basically analyzed, like, a collection that was an obvious rug, and it did go to zero. It went from, like... Um, having a market cap of 69,000 E to a market cap of zero, which is just kind of like a random collection called Mac Connect that I've literally never even heard of before. And uh, then they attacked it for NFTs being bad for the environment, which is always like a very weird argument. The, especially if you're american and like already doing like you're supporting corporations that are like are actually bad for the environment and that's kind of what uh easy brought up here they were saying that uh there's like 200,000 NFTs that like nobody's holding or interacting with and they're like wow this wasted 162,000 metric tons of co2 okay that sounds bad on paper but like in comparison to like airplanes in 2018 airplane, airplanes alone cause one billion tons of co2 i don't know if you guys like understand the significant difference between like 100 and a billion but it's like it's meaningless it's, it's absolutely meaningless One hundred sixty two thousand uh versus like 1 billion tons of co2 plus we have layer 2 solutions for like for this like we talked about immutable x for a long time basically there's zero carbon output a lot of layer 2s are like be- are easier on the environment so, also a bad example. At most things that, like, like I said earlier, like larger corporations that are running things, like this is insignificant amount compared to like what you're probably already supporting and not running articles on. Here's more like frauds in the uh, data. So basically, Easy's like a summation of all this is uh, he, he, according to his data, he's, he puts us at like you know we're not at zero percent, we're at five percent. But I mean, I agree. I mean, like. Everybody could have like a lot of people understood that you know a year or two ago that most NFT projects are going to fail. Like I would always laugh at people when they would say like, "Oh, ninety-eight percent of projects are going to fail." I'm I'm laughing because I see so many scam projects. I see so many projects that don't know what they're doing. I see founders that don't know what they're doing. So I'm like, no, like ninety-nine point eight percent of projects are going to fail. So like that doesn't surprise me. That like I mean, even five percent would be bullish to me.
0: Yeah, man. Um, And I got something to also pull up um, real quick as well, just showing going over the actual numbers in the space. So let me go ahead and pull that up real fast is this is from Dapp Radar. So if you haven't used Dapp Radar before, it's like an analytics platform that monitors like every blockchain and like every NFT project, basically. Um, But you can see down by the numbers here, the NFT industry as a overview last year versus this year, um, you know, daily unique active wallets. You can see here in August was 314,000 and then trading volume 800 million last year, this year, 559. So definitely down a little bit there for sure. And you can see unique NFT traders at 700,000 unique traders versus last year, 977. Um, again, this makes sense, but our NFTs dead? This data shows otherwise. You can take a look here across the top blockch- NFT blockchains by trading volume. Ethereum is still majorly dominant. I mean, it's only like down by half. It says here $649 million in sales counts uh, last month in august but this year in august it's 355 million and you can see some of the top blockchains here immutable actually made the chart last month at 21 million polygon flow and zk sync this year uh topping those charts out so be on the lookout for those up and coming other layer 1s and layer 2s as well out there don't be sleeping on those a lot of people like to knock those and forget about them but again when ethereum is doing well so will the other um you know layer 2s and other ecosystems out there in my opinion And you can see the sales count as well. Polygon doing really well this year last month, um, 497,000. And you can see last year,